Hi, and welcome to Yes Please, your go-to podcast for all things sexuality, pleasure, and orgasms. I've named this podcast Yes Please because that's how I want you to feel about all things sex, pleasure, and orgasms. Yes, please, and more. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here and that you want to learn more about how to experience more shameless pleasure, deeper satisfaction, and ecstatic orgasms in your life and sexuality. And I hope to inspire you to feel that you can embrace and celebrate your sexuality all throughout your life journey. This podcast isn't just about sex and sex education, however, it's about so much more. Personal growth, living a radiant and confident and authentic life, radical joy and expression, and general fucking goodness. I'm your host, Erica Alsborn, and I'm a sexuality teacher and expert, sex and birth coach, but you can think of me more as your BFF, who you love to talk to about sex and all the intimate things you don't feel comfortable talking about with anyone else. I celebrate the vast and diverse human, erotic, and sexual experience, and I embody a deep shamelessness when it comes to sex in all its different expressions. However, having said that, I am a straight, able-bodied, cisgendered woman, and in my work I specialize in female sexuality, and I work with women with pussies, and while I have a broad and liberal approach to sex, and a very extensive training, my knowledge is limited by my own lived experience as well as the focus in my professional work. But I hope you'll learn lots here with me, expand your idea of what sex is and can be and mean for you, and even though I'm an expert on this topic, I'm not an authority. Everything I share is always a suggestion, not a must, so take what resonates and leave the rest behind. I'm always open to receiving your constructive feedback, so don't hesitate to reach out if you have any. Okay, hi and welcome again. I'm delighted that you're here, and now let's dive into today's topic. For this episode, because we're talking about Uh, rest and digest and being present and being embodied I highly recommend that you listen to this episode sitting down doing nothing else you're allowed to um, paint your nails or knit or do something that is like a pretty um, regulating relaxing activity I don't want you to be doing dishes at the same time I don't recommend that you're listening to this while driving I invite you to listen to this sitting down doing nothing else yeah don't multitask It's great that you can multitask. That's amazing. Fantastic. You can take pride in that, but you don't always have to multitask. If it's possible, listen to this while sitting down or lying down or doing something really gentle and grounding. Could be anything, but don't multitask and be a good girl or a good woman listening to this. Yeah. And just see uh, the impact that has on you both the that resting but also listening to this message this episode while resting okay great here we go hello hello you wonderful being welcome to today's episode this is the first episode solo episode that i am recording after my summer holiday i'm so excited to get into it and uh and to connect with you again, uh, it feels like I'm connecting with you because I'm recording, right? <laughs> Even though we had podcast episodes going out throughout my whole holiday. Yay for batch recording, batch contenting, <laughs> batch creating. Anyways, here we are. And the topic that I want to talk about today just fits so perfectly into uh, when you're returning back to work from vacation or time off. But the topic was raised by one of the participants in one of my courses and so I've been thinking about this for quite some time but the topic that when she raised it came up during her holiday and so this is something that is going to really I think help 
shift your perspective on on the way you live your life and use your sexuality, your lust, your libido as a kind of marker for when you are in balance because it has a direct impact, right, on it. So what is it? It's being in a relaxed state. That's it. Being in a rest and digest state. Being soft. It's like being in holiday mode, right? So being relaxed in your body, being relaxed in your brain, feeling a level of softness, it doesn't mean that you have to, you know, not have boundaries and not have routine. Like, it's not about that. It's not that kind of softness. It's a kind of softness in your body, in your um, in your mind, in your mental activity. There's a level of softness. And being relaxed, being in this rest and digest nervous system state it's actually so important for your overall health, but it's really important for your sexuality. And again, like if you're having, um, if you're feeling desire, if you're feeling lust, if you're feeling libido, if you're experiencing pleasure, that's a pretty good marker for your overall health. If that's not really available then to you and you're not experiencing it, you can you can guess pretty accurately that something is off in your health, in your stress levels, cortisol, overall like mental health physical health, right? It's not always correlated to um, lack of health because if you're, some people react to stress with having, uh, having or experiencing hypersexuality. So sometimes it's not, it's not accurate, but in general, I would say it's a pretty good sign that mm, you need to slow down, bitch. <laughs> you're way out of line. Uh, sit your ass down and relax. And we get into this rest and digest state when we're on holiday, usually. And, you know, I was on holiday with my kid um, and my husband. I, was, I had four, almost five weeks off of work. And I spent every day with my son. He was home from daycare five weeks. It's not like I just <laughs> laid around and read a book. That's not available to me because I'm a mother. And, you know, if you have more kids, uh, being on vacation, or taking time off when you spend that time with your family, that can feel like pretty, pretty hard work as well, like physically and oh, of course mentally as well. Um, but maybe you're not stressing about work and constantly thinking about work and planning, and you know, at least you don't have to work and parent, work and be a mother, right? So um, taking that sort of experiencing that relief from external stressors and really allowing yourself to be present and so good for you you get into that rest and digest so it was incredibly uh, potent in how i experienced coming back to work from five four and a half five weeks off i managed during my holiday to really get into this rest and digest state in my nervous system and we'll talk a little bit about what that means um i was really embodied grounded um present didn't have lots of thoughts, anxiety, things like that. Present when eating, present when hanging out. Not like life was perfect and free from all tension and friction. You know, stuff happens and, you know. But still, I was in this relaxed state of being. Coming back to work, even though I love my job, I love what I do, 
The first week was fucking rough. I automatically, unconsciously, unwillingly dropped into this fight-flight uh, state in my nervous system. I was feeling anxious. I was feeling a lot of pressure. I hadn't been working for four weeks. Um, I was worrying about money. Maybe that's mostly for you know entrepreneurs. That's always a thing. When you take time off, you're like, fuck, I'm not really selling or making lots of money right now. Um, and depending on your business structure, you can have payment plans and all of that, right? But still, uh, I was feeling a little bit like I'm, I'm behind, right? There's so much to do. It's such an uphill battle now, so much work. I don't want to. I was having these thoughts of like, fuck this, I cl I'll close my business. I'll, I'll get on some kind of like, I don't know, <laughs> um, unemployment uh financial support i don't want to do this i don't even know if i can do this what the fuck um having these like panicky thoughts and feeling just so overwhelmed by coming back into routine um having to get up uh, even though i get up pretty early uh, during holiday as well mother all my mothers out there you feel me um but still having to get up and actually go somewhere and um, it was rough and it got me into this fight flight um, nervous system reaction in my body I and I started pulling away from my partner becoming really quite avoidant which is I'm more on the avoidant side of attachment I tend to want to run away from things rather than like getting anxious and cling um, it was causing tension in my in my relationship I was feeling very stressed and really for no reason right like all of these things were mind created um projections of reality so fight and flight it's this sympathetic nervous system activation in your body where you have lots of stress hormones you like the name suggests you either want to charge ahead and fight you become aggressive irritable um yeah like attacking or there's this flight response you run away you feel avoidant you feel a lot of stress in your body uh, anxiousness you just want to run flee from whatever is um disturbing you causing you discomfort during a uh, when you're in a fight flight response other quite essential systems in your body slow down their activity because your body doesn't care about digesting your food properly when you're in a fight right this is old like ancient nervous system um wiring inside the body you know the you think about like the imagine an, an ancient like tiger or cave bear attacking you your body's not like oh let's digest this blueberry in the belly no it's like fuck this shit run go so all the blood goes to other parts of the body rather than you like your digestive system it activates a lot of cortisol and uh adrenaline in the system so that you have energy and power to run fa fast far or fight hard right so that's the sympathetic nervous system a central nervous system um that gets activated and so you have all these stress hormones in your body and of course they impact your thoughts and your mental activity as well and again if we then connect that to sexuality 
it's like, well, you're not going to feel horny and want to have sexual intimacy and have the best loving, sensual, erotic time with yourself when you're getting uh, attacked by another tribe or a cave bear. So your pussy's like, fuck this shit. <laughs> no way. I don't want to. I don't want to have sex right now. I'm in danger. So that's what happens. Now, when you're in rest, digest in the parasympathetic nervous system, that's where you have juicy, delicious uh, digestion, um, feel good hormones flooding your system, feelings of being gently grounded, like gently embodied in a grounded and connected way. Uh, intimate with yourself on a mental level, on a physical level, sexual level, and there's this softness, right? Because you don't need to be hard and activated and um, and aggressive or fast. You can be soft, relaxed, surrendered, open, receptive, also giving, of course. So two different systems in the body. They're not right or wrong. It's just two different functions. But most of the time in the Western world, because we live in such a unnatural way in the Western modern world, where there's constantly external pressures and we have this hustle culture and we're uh, always taught to, you know, get good grades and be good and pay your taxes and make more money and show off your fancy life on Instagram and become someone, be someone, be the best version of yourself. You know, well-intentioned, right? Of course. And there's, of course, good things that can come from having success and achieving um, financial wealth and all of those things. It can buy you a level of freedom and relaxation for sure. But that that constant pressure, that constant tension that it creates puts many of us in a low-grade fight-flight state, like all the time. Traffic, getting angry in traffic. What the fuck? You know, uh, fighting with um, people, uh, conflicts at work, feeling like you're not good enough, too much pressure, not enough time. Um, And then, of course, having most of us not enough community to raise kids together and co-regulate our kids, ourselves, our families, with other families, with uh, relatives, all of that, so that we feel like we're not constantly the only one that has to do everything and it's like you against the world, right, in a way. And so no wonder we're all in this like low-grade um, fight-flight response. Also things like trauma, unresolved emotional issues with your partner, resentment, low-grade tension in your marriage, um, child-rearing, you know, things that constantly, uh, that are potential things that can stress us out, and also just how the mind works, right? The dysfunction of the ego that just loves to find problems, loves drama, loves worrying about the future, regretting the past, you know, because not only um, doing is doing, thinking is doing as well. So if you're constantly thinking, 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 that also does not really allow for you to get into a, a, a deeply relaxed state of being, because thinking is doing. It's just internal and it's invisible, right? Um, so, 
rest and digest. What happens when we enter into this rest and digest, relaxed body, brain, soft state of being? We feel a almost automatic or very natural, easy access to connection with sensual energy. We feel and perceive energy in the body. It's easier to be present in the body. Because remember, you are your body. You don't have a body. That is such a misunderstanding and quite, quite a detrimental misconception around who you are and what you are. You are your body. You just have a level of consciousness and um, higher cognitive thinking that can separate between you as a thinking entity and your body as just the vessel that carries you around like the vessel that carries around your big ass ego <laughs> uh, and your like academic you know sense of self um, but you are your body and so when you're in this rest and digest state it's much easier to feel at at home and at one with your body as an innate experience of you right literally it's you so you start feeling and perceiving energy in the body what is energy it's basically sensations you feel what is going on inside your body because things are always going on inside your body sensations of course there's a lot of things that you will never feel inside your body um automatic things systems uh automatic um what's the word of the muscles um, that you don't really control like there's a lot of a lot of processes thousands upon thousands of things that go on inside your body that you're not aware of that you cannot control and that you will never really feel or perceive but there are so many things that you actually do perceive if you pay attention and when you're in a rest and digest state in a parasympathetic relaxed state you tend to uh, be aware of and uh, be present with what's going on inside. You know when you um, like sunbathe or you lay down to read a book and all of a sudden you start feeling like a little bit warm inside. Of course if you're sunbathing you're getting hot and warm because of the external <laughs> heating element which is the sun. But regardless of that like you start to so let's take a so you're lying in the shade. <laughs> Let's remove the sun. You're lying in the shade or you're reading this book um, and you're starting to notice like, oh, it feels kind of warm and fuzzy inside. And oh, there's a little sensation. Oh, I feel a tingling in my belly. Oh, my eyelids are getting a little bit heavy. Oh, I feel a little bit soft. And oh, all of a sudden you inhale and you exhale, you sigh. You start feeling really gooey and mushy and really wonderful inside. And then maybe your ego wakes up and, and starts like creating some mental tension around some problems or start thinking about the future or thinking about the past and poof, you're gone, present, gone. But maybe you catch it and you come back and you're like, no, wait, I want to go back to that warm, gooey, mushy, great feeling inside my body. So you come back to your body and you become embodied in a present way again. And then maybe you start feeling some sensual sensations in your genitals and some flutters in your heart. Like, oh, it's actually really 
nice and cozy in here, you're developing or you're enhancing your mind-body connection. So I would say fuck yes for extreme relaxation and softness because it is such a bridge to sensuality and to energy, energy phenomenon that you can experience. And when you get a little bit more knowledgeable in this uh, or experienced with this, with energy and uh, sensations and things like that, I teach this in my programs, for example, then you can actually start directing energy inside and playing with energy in a really fantastic way. And so that's all of this is why it's so important to rest so that you can relax and to feel like fine-tuned details, sensations inside. And what happens is that that sensual energy or that warm, gushy, mushy, gooey feeling can actually start feel really orgasmic in a kind of natural, non-sexual way. It becomes available to you in that state. And this allows for you to open up into new realms of pleasure. And then you start feeling like, oh, well, now I'm not so stressed. Maybe I want to like make out with my partner or maybe, maybe I should just start stroking my vulva. And so maybe you naturally start masturbating a little and then you're like, oh, I remember Erica, I bought her program. Maybe I should do her, uh, do her practice. And so you do the practice and 30 minutes later, you're in a post-orgasmic state and you're like, life is fucking great. Why don't I do this more often? And then you're like, oh yeah, true. Because um, most of the time I, uh, I'm at work and I'm stressing. <laughs> and then you're like, fuck, I want to quit my job <laughs> and just do this all day, which obviously we can't. And so I'm not talking about some utopia here. What I'm talking about is really acknowledging or validating the importance of time off, vacation, and that gives you kind of like the concentrated space where you can practice this. It's almost like going on a retreat, right? A rest and digest retreat within your own life. It's so important sometimes to just practice this within your own life. Sometimes we can go to retreats without friends and family and just, you know, immerse ourselves in that. But usually it's, it, it sticks better when you're actually practicing it in everyday life. But then when you go back to work, and uh and you're living life the other 50 50 48 40 weeks of the year you want to really make space for rest intentional time for rest where you're trying not to just lie there and think where you're not multitasking all the time where you're allowing yourself to rest because rest is indeed a form of self-love and self-care that is undervalued and uh and especially these days when we're um you know showcasing our lives on instagram and we're doing all these things and we're seeing what everyone else is doing it's so easy to get caught up in that well if i'm not doing anything i don't exist and it's interesting right with the whole with the quote i think therefore i am i think that quote is entirely wrong um you are therefore you are right like i am therefore i am it's not i think thinking is thinking is completely irrelevant thinking has nothing to do with being really alive uh of course we need cognitive thinking and a level of consciousness to to function and to express um your your life so obviously if you have some kind of brain damage or uh neurological damage or dysfunction and there's no cognitive functioning of course you know you need thinking to um 
to kind of be a, a person. But you know what I'm talking about. Uh, misunderstand me correctly. Intentional rest. Make space for intentional rest, if not for yourself, but for your pleasure and orgasms. And maybe also to model it to kids or to a partner or to friends and say like, hey, I deserve resting. It's also important for mothers, myself included, to, um, to combat or counteract this like, motherhood identity of martyrdom with rest. It makes you happier. Rest leads to more pleasure and orgasms, leads to you being happier, leads to you being a better mother and wife. So that's my message for you today. And uh, I hope it lands somewhere where it feels like it's inspiring. And you can take throughout your day, like mini moments of rest. If you're working in an office, bring, have a blanket or a yoga mat and fold it in half. Put it on your floor, lay down. Put your feet up on the chair in 90 degree angle. So your legs are in a 90, 90 degree angle and just set your timer for five minutes and rest. Just breathe. It doesn't have to be fancy, elaborate. You don't need candles and incense and tea and you don't have to take a picture and post it on Instagram for it to be valuable and super powerful, right? It can just be for you. It is for you. Do that three times a day. And then sometimes, maybe once a month, Maybe once every quarter, make some more extended time for rest. And notice the difference when, see if you can notice the difference when you're in this parasympathetic fight and flight mode, how you become irritable, um, short-tempered, more negative, um, you won't pick fights with your partner, you're annoyed with your kids, they're taking too long, blah, you know. And when you're in rest and digest where you're like, pretty patient and tolerable uh, or accepting actually not tol not tolerant uh accepting um soft where you feel your body where you perceive energy and sensations where you're feeling a little bit warm and mushy and gooey and wonderful inside and and you're slowing down you're breathing you're filling your belly with breath and you're like ah you're experiencing, so you're having the exact same life in terms of what needs to get done, what needs to happen, where you're going, at what times, etc. But the perception, the experience is completely different depending on whether you're in a rest and digest or if you're in fight and flight. And ultimately, you are the only one that has the control and the ability to choose who you are, who you choose to be, and what actions you take. And so I vote for rest. I vote for you resting more. Good luck. You can do it. You have my permission. Okay, my friend, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I hope you learned something new today or that I reminded you of something you already knew or do and that you feel inspired and encouraged to prioritize sex, pleasure, and orgasms in your busy life. If you love this podcast, please share it with your friends and give it a rating or review so this important message can reach more people on this planet. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time.